today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. You know, uh, if you live near an airport and, and, and every so often you see the, the planes flying overhead, you'll notice that there's a certain route. And sometimes you're on it, sometimes you're not on it, sometimes you'll see one plane way over there, and other times you'll see one right after the other uh, coming overhead. And it's not like the first time we've heard of this happening, but it appears to be it has happened again. Uh, ice has believed to have fallen from an airplane and crashed through the roof of a Mississauga home. Uh, a Mississauga man says he and his family are lucky to be safe after a large boulder of ice believed to, believed to have fallen from an airplane crashed through the roof of his home, landing steps away from his bed. He told Global News that his wife heard a loud bang around 6.30 in the morning, Wednesday, saw the damage inside the closet of their bedroom. She called him and he returned to their home located in the Winston Churchill and uh, Winston Churchill Boulevard and College Way, about 20K south of Pearson Airport. At first, he thought it was a leak in the roof, that the ice had fallen off something. But then, of course, I guess as you examine this, you, you wonder... Wow, this is quite large. Two meters, one size of it. Four meters to the other side. That's a massive piece of ice. Uh, According to archive flight data, the airport's website, a Boeing 767-300 flying from Toronto to Las Vegas flew over his neighborhood at about 629. And uh, an Air Canada flight from Vegas uh, estimated in and around 656. An Air Canada spokesperson said uh, they weren't aware of any of the company's planes involved in any type of situation. Well, how would they know? How would they know if all of a sudden we've lost something? Do you go in to check? I don't know. Uh, to talk more about all of this, uh, Joseph Uremian uh, is with us. And he is president of Thermodyne Engineering Limited and director of the Ontario Aerospace Council and is with us now. Joseph, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. You're welcome. Any idea what this might be, Joseph? Uh, Yes, yes. Actually, uh, there could be two possibilities. Uh, Let me explain the physics of forming ice in the sky. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the uh, sky is cloudy and uh, the temperature at high altitudes starts freezing, it freezes the uh, the fog, which is the uh, the cloud, and sometimes it comes to a stage where it, the droplets are still liquid, but their temperature is below freezing point. If something hits it or uh, they are agitated, they become ice. So what happens in this case is that when the airplane is flying, especially in a cloudy atmosphere, which most probably it was uh, the case today, uh, the airplane, when it's passing that cloud, which is a kind of suspended ice in a liquid form in the air, it hits the airplane and that forms the ice on the airplane. So in this case, the altitude is uh, could be at 33,000 feet. The, uh, the temperature is minus 55 degrees C. When the temperature, uh, when the airplane drops down, the temperature increases. 
to uh, maybe zero, maybe above zero, especially with the friction with the air. The skin of the airplane gets a little bit warmer than the ice itself. Then the ice, uh, whatever was formed on the airplane, wherever it is, it falls off. So that could be the case. But this, another scenario is that uh, there could be some leakage either from the uh, from the um, washroom of the airplane or from the clean water, which uh, people they wash their hands uh, for. Uh, so that uh, water is not supposed to be thrown out of the airplane when the airplane is. Uh, is flying, but uh, what happens is that sometimes uh, the connections, the pipe connections and so on may leak, and that leakage could result in ice formation. And when the airplane drops to the ground altitude, then that piece, or by the shock or the vibration of the airplane, that piece of ice that was formed on the airplane that falls down. And also, uh, it was cited that uh, some ice had fallen from the sky without having any airplane, like uh, many incident happened, incidents happened uh, in Spain, where uh, pieces of ice, uh, it could be a chunk of a big uh, piece of ice, forms in the atmosphere and falls down. That is my uh, my uh, first explanation that sometimes ice forms in the sky, in the clouds, then as small uh, uh, small pieces of ice, as they descend, they collect with them some other ice which was formed in the in the cloud just like so a that, just like a rolling a snowball down a hill exactly per se. exactly yes so then it falls uh, in pieces uh, large pieces uh, to the ground but that is strictly has nothing to do with airplanes it just forms in the atmosphere in the cloud so you're you're suggesting this may not even be from an airplane may not be it could be an incident because the uh, that home that is on the path of airplanes right. coming to the air, uh, airport it could be i mean this is uh, it could be one of a trillion incidents that an airplane during that time was flying over that house and uh, something formed in the air, or it could be that it was uh, it was developed on the airplane. One case which could be an indication that is coming from the airplane, if the ice uh, that fell down has some kind of a smooth geomet geometric surface, for instance, uh, like cylinder, one side of uh, that uh, ice could be cylindrical formation or flat formation, then that is a very good indication that it came from an airplane. Hmm. But when it comes down, especially in this case, it crashed the roof and fell in pieces, it's uh, unlikely that uh, anyone could see something, uh, some of that uh, indication. So is there any way to, I'm just looking at the picture now, and it appears they've grabbed a piece of the ice and put it in a plastic bag. Is there any right. way to analyze this ice, this water, and find out exactly where it is, or yes, if it did come yes, from yes. a plane? Yes, 
Uh, let me explain. Uh, there could be uh, some clues. When they analyze the water, even uh, after the ice is, uh, is uh, mel- melted in that plastic bag, whatever it is, uh, if there is no trace of any human or um, biological uh, cells and things like that, it means it had formed outside the airplane. It's not coming from uh, from the um, uh, from the refuse or the washroom of the airplane. So that indicates that it was an outside of the airplane. Uh, either uh, it was formed in the cloud or it was formed uh, on the surface of the uh, airplane. So, so that kind of analysis could indicate whether uh, it's called uh, blue ice. The mm-hmm. blue ice is the one that comes from washroom of, a, of an airplane. Right. Uh, so when something like this happens, and, and especially when it's underneath what appears to be a, a flight route, uh, yes. when something like this happens and there's damage, I mean, my goodness, there's a giant hole in this guy's roof and, and right. so on and so forth. Luckily, nobody was hurt. When right. something like this happens, what sort of investigation happens? Does the airport authority or, or anyone like that get involved with this? Uh, yes, they investigate. It's a very difficult situation because uh, if it is, if uh, if the ice has some uh, refuse in it, that is clear indication that it's coming from an airplane. But if uh, if the ice uh, analysis indicates that there is, uh, it's pure liquid, pure uh, mm-hmm. water, uh, no others, uh, even uh, there's no mineral in it. <laughs> So it means that it was uh, coming from outside, uh, but it's very hard because what happens, uh, let me explain, when there is a freezing rain or when uh, the airport is uh, under uh, snow, uh, they uh, de-ice the airplane. And de-icing the airplane will melt everything, then uh, the airplane is safe to fly. But when it gets to the atmosphere, and uh, as I explained, uh, the ice forms on the surface on the outside of the airplane because the airplane went through that suspended liquid below zero particles and the ice has formed on the airplane. That is, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, act of God or act yeah. of physics. Well, it would be no well, different than ice flying off the roof of your car, would it? Yes, exactly, exactly. But ice coming from the roof of your car, it means that you have not cleaned the car. Yeah, good point. In this case, yes. In this case, the ice is formed in the air while the airplane is moving. Right. And there's nothing, it's nobody's fault or uh, nothing can be done to prevent it. So if something like this happened to me... Yes. Uh, I, I I don't know. I guess I'd call nine one one. But yes. what would would people come to get the ice? Would anybody be interested in this, or is this yes. something I would have to do on my own? No, no, definitely, definitely. If you call, call the the police or the uh, uh, transport uh, ministry of transport, uh, definitely they should analyze that ice to see what are the ingredients. As I explained, if it has some human residue in right, it, right? Yeah, that's uh, one so. Thing. It appears that this gentleman, uh, once this happened, was smart enough to take the ice and put it into a plastic bag. So yes. somebody from Transport Canada will be coming to his home to investigate right. this and right. to and to take the ice and then run those yes. tests on it. Yes, that's the correct thing to do. Yes, uh, this happens more often than we think, doesn't it? 
Oh, it's, no, no, it's very, very rare, extremely rare. Uh, like uh, I read some statistics that there were something like uh, five or ten incidents over uh, ten years. Uh, really? Because I thought this happened. I thought we've talked about this before. I thought this happened, you know, just because the planes travel and stuff happens. Uh, it happens. Theoretically, it happens, yes. But the incidents, then, by statistics, you have millions of airplanes flying. Yeah. And if you get, uh, over the years, uh, you have tens and hundreds of millions of uh, air flights. If uh, two or three incidents or ten incidents, it's, uh, it's an extremely rare incident. Uh, it looks like this piece of ice is, um, I don't know, the size of uh, a, a small pumpkin, per se, uh, right. like we could say. Uh, right. w- and the hole is absolutely massive. But I guess right. if it's, you know, 20,000 feet up there or however high up there, it can gain quite a bit of speed as it's coming down. Right. Not only by gravity, but uh, in addition to the gravity, the airplane is moving uh, when it's uh, going to descend yeah. uh, near the airport. Uh, the speed is about uh, three, four hundred, five hundred kilometers an hour. Yeah. In addition to the gravity, you have the, all that speed yeah. uh, that even a small piece, uh, like a small uh, piece of ice could uh, do lots of damage because of its high velocity. Would you be able to trace, uh, you were saying you can, you can analyze the ice and, and determine whether it came naturally or from an airplane. Could you actually right. tell what plane it came from? Would you be able to do that? It's I guess they were... Very, very, very hard because uh, you have to have synchronized uh, kind of uh, uh, instrument that uh, shows that the, uh, the time that uh, that ice came down and the airplane passing by had the same time within, let's say, even a minute or two. Because I guess they can determine what plane was over his house at that time. They said that there's a flight from Vegas or from Toronto to Vegas that went over his he- his house at about 629. But again, it's such a distance up. Could you zero it down to a particular plane? It seems like they come every 30 seconds or so. Right, right. There are so many planes coming. Uh, and uh, they, if they have uh, identified the plane round, around that time, uh, they should calculate, uh, I mean, that's very easy also to calculate. They should calculate the time that that ice uh, leaves the airplane and reaches the ground. If that time is coincident with the uh, time that that airplane passed over the house, yes, there could be uh, a case. But if there is, let's say, 5, 10 minutes or 15 minutes difference, mm-hmm. no. Uh, if you could zero it down to say, yes, there was a plane up there at this time, mm-hmm. what would that, how would that change things? Would, could, you, could you hold the airline responsible? <laughs> what, where do you go from there? Uh, first of all, it's very hard to, um, uh, to link the two together. There's no proof. There's no traceability. There's no fingerprint. There's no unless there is, right. as I said, the, uh, unless there is some uh, residue in it from the airplane. Yes, the, in that case, yes, you can you can relate it. But if it is pure liquid, pure water, uh, there's no uh, indication. Uh, even if you take it to the court, uh, the judge says, "Show me, yeah. Yeah, prove it to me that it came from. It could be coming from the sky, uh, not related to the airplane." 
So, so even having blue ice analyzed, that's what fell through your home. You know it's from a plane. You know yes. that there was a plane over your house at 6.29 a.m. Yes. Is that yes. still quite a, a far-fetched case? Uh, no. I mean, uh, if really they go into DNA, uh, that they uh, stop the airplane from flying, that particular airplane from flying, and they analyze the DNA of the washroom right. residue versus the DNA of the refuse wow. in the ice, then you can relate it. Uh, otherwise, it's But I'm guessing to... most airlines aren't going to take that much time to solve this problem. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, in this case, there is no death. There is no uh, damage. Uh, I mean, there is a damage, but uh, something like twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars uh, repairs. Uh, maybe the airplane will take it on their responsibility uh, to repair it, or the insurance uh, will repair it. Uh, so, uh, and also, it's nobody's fault mm-hmm. except except if uh, if it is uh, like a leaky valve. Leakage, yeah. Yes, yeah. leaky valve or uh, leakage in the airplane. Is this something that airlines uh, airline companies are aware of and try to prevent? Well, they are uh, aware of such incidents. And they know that uh, it happened in several cases because of certain leakages. And uh, in the very past, uh, there was no regulation uh, to uh, to clean the uh, the refuse, uh, human refuse, uh, human refuse. Uh, um, after the airplane uh, comes down uh, to the airport. Uh, so in the very uh, uh, many uh, years ago, they were dumping things in the air, and by the time it gets into the ground, it's almost nothing. So it dissipates in the air. So uh, now it is forbidden to uh, to throw anything uh, during uh, the flight uh, um, when the airplane is uh, is flying. Are you surprised that more aren't hurt from something like this? Sorry, say that again. Are you sorry? Are you are you surprised that more aren't hurt from something like this? Yes, yes. It's uh, like uh, it's being uh, hit by um, uh, uh, by a lightning. In yeah. fact, lightning is more often than uh, an incident like this. So it's very very. Uh, hard to pinpoint some, someone will be hurt by such an accident. Joseph, your Remian has been with us, President Thermodyne Engineering and Director at the Ontario Aerospace Council. Ice is believed to have fallen into a Mississauga home, could be from a plane. Joseph trying to explain how this could happen. Joseph, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. You, you are welcome. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.